One day I went to the mall to buy something and as I entered the, the mall, I saw this long line of people and uh, so I asked one uh, of, the, of the persons who was lining up, the person on the, the last of the line, so I asked him, what's this line? So this, this man told me, did you not know that there's this uh, record-breaking jackpot price uh, in Lotto? Uh, it, it amounts to 1 billion pesos. Oh, okay. So that explains this, this long line. So uh, I started to think, oh, I, I think I, had, I still have time to, to spare. So I lined up uh, beside this, the, behind this man. So I lined up. So it took us almost an hour. It, it took me almost an hour to, uh, to reach my, my, my turn. And so when I... Uh, uh, Face the, the, the lotto outlet personnel, he said, uh, Sir, you're lucky because this is the last card that we have. So, hawawa naman yung mga nasa likod. Wala na, ikaw na yung last. Oh, it's good. Okay, so allow me to uh, pick, pick these numbers. So, I gave several numbers. And then, uh, also during that time, there was this big TV in, in this outlet. And so everyone was watching this TV and they're anticipating because that was the time of the drawing of the lotto. So, okay, so tama, tama. So uh, I watched with them and uh, one by one, the, well, they picked the, the numbers. And so they picked uh, number 22. Oh, that's my birthday. So wait, I had 22 on my card. And then uh, they picked... Uh, Three. Oh, that's March. Now January, February, March. So that's my birth month. And so uh, after five digits, one by one, the number appeared on my card. And when the last number was, was drawn, uh, number 12. Because I believe that number 12 is a, well, a uh, complete number. Oh, it's a perfect number. So they picked 12. And so jackpot, 1 billion pesos out of the many, many people who have maybe uh, joined and, and bought their tickets, I won. And then I woke up from the dream. So can we have the first slide? So relax. Uh, it was just a dream because our, our, the, the title of our message this morning is about Joseph the dreamer, no? not Doc Steve the dreamer. So Joseph the dreamer. So let's look at this quite uh, long story and uh, let's learn more about this story. So can we have the next slide? So in the first verse, chapter 37, we are now in chapter 37. Now Jacob lived in the land where his father had sojourned in the land of Canaan. No, next slide, please. So this uh, is particularly a prophecy uh, that is now being uh, uh, is now coming into uh, uh, truth. No? Uh, this prophecy was given to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, when the Lord said to Abraham, still his name was Abraham, go from your country, from your country, which is Ur, and then uh, they went with his father, Terah, to uh, Haran, and uh, your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. So this is the land that God has shown him. So next slide, please. And so he traveled, or they traveled, 
from Ur, where he was born, Abraham, to Haran, where they settled for a while. No? So uh, when God called him and then God told Abraham to, to move and go to this place, to this land, that I will show you Abraham by faith obeyed. No? Next slide. And, uh, okay, so that's they're now in the, the land of Canaan. Now, the land of Canaan, next slide, please, is in Hebron. So they are now here. So uh, we are now here. The Jacob and his family is now here. So next slide. And these are the records, verse 2, of the generations of Jacob. Now we have learned, next slide, from uh, last Sunday that uh, Genesis chapter 36 would be Moses' uh, writing or presentation about the lineage of Esau. No? So yung, yung brother ni Jacob. So Esau, they separate, he separated from Jacob because number one, um, malaki na yung ano nila, yung kanilang business, yung kanilang flocks, etc. And so they needed to separate. But part of that is God's will for Esau and for uh, Jacob to really separate because Jacob will eventually uh, be the, the lineage that will be in the promised land. And so that's Genesis chapter 36. Now from Genesis chapter 37 to uh, chapter 50, uh, Moses will give us a very lengthy account of the lineage of Jacob. Now, so this time, we are now looking at the, at the family, or the generation of Jacob. Next, please. And uh, particularly, it will focus on Joseph. So ang haba, no? Nung kwento about kay Joseph. Except in chapter 38, which is our uh, topic, or message, next Sunday. And which is a, quite a difficult passage. And uh, uh, chapter 49, uh, hopefully we'll be able to finish this in, through, throughout the year, uh, uh, the, I mean the, our study in Genesis, which focuses on the blessing that Jacob had for his children. Uh, so, uh, next please. So we begin the story of Joseph, one of the sons of Israel. Uh, particularly, uh, Moses would, would give a, a long account on the life of Joseph. And Joseph will be instrumental in preserving that part of the world during that era. Next, please. And by preserving the world, Joseph would be able to preserve the future nation of Israel. Now, this is part of God's plan. This is part of God's will that through Joseph, uh, uh, he will be able to preserve not only part of the world, but the future nation of Israel. Okay, next, please. And so... The story of Joseph is about favor, betrayal, survival, humiliation, degradation, faith, hope, fulfillment, restoration, and reconciliation. So all of these uh, stories we will learn as we uh, go along in our series in Genesis. Next, please. And so in Genesis chapter 2, uh, Moses will start with this. Joseph, uh, he introduces to us Joseph he introduces to the Israelites, to the original uh, recipients of this uh, book, uh, this historical book uh, about Joseph when he was 17 years of age. Uh, may song na ganon, when he was just 17, no? 17, very young. He was pasturing the flock with his brothers. Uh, next slide, please. Now, uh, the age, 17, now remember in Genesis chapter 30, verse 22, then God remembered Rachel and God listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach and she called his name Joseph, which means add, to add. Uh, may God add, not Joe meaning 
related kay God, and then Seth, meaning uh, add. So, may the Lord add to me another son. So, Joseph was born, uh, and we, we knew that in Genesis chapter 30. Now, 17 years has passed no? since that uh, day when Joseph was born, they are now in Canaan. So, 17 years old. Next, please. So, he was next, he was pasturing the flock with his brothers, kasama niya yung mga ibang kapatid niya. While he was still a youth, no? youth meaning maybe young or immature or naive, along with the sons of Bilha and the sons of Zilpa, his father's wives. Now, remember, Bilha was the maid of Rachel, and then Zilpa was the uh, maid of Leah. And uh, Jacob, or Israel, yes, he's been called right now, had sons to these two maids. Dan and Naphtali for Rachel's maid, Bilha, and then Gad and Asher for Zilpah. So together with his other brothers, next please, uh, uh, his father's wives, Joseph brought back a bad report about them no? and uh, to their father. Uh, we, we, we don't know uh, if... If their father, Jacob of Israel, told him to spy on his brothers or to look after the affairs of his brothers, anong ginagawa nila? Maybe they're slacking off. Maybe they're not working or they're not really pasturing or uh, whatever they're doing. Uh, if it's bad, tell me. Let me know. We don't know if, if that's the case. Or it's just the initiative of Joseph to make sumbong to his father. No, uh, it, it shows immaturity and, and yung, yung being naive no, by, by making sumbong and making sipsip. No, so I remember my students, uh, when they want to, well, make sipsip, uh, they want their grades to, well, me to add to their grades uh, or find favor to them, they will make sumbong of their classmates. So they will tell me of their classmates who are cheating, no, who are copying, who are not doing their research, or not participating in the experiment. So they will tell me, Doc, watch out for these people. No? Watch out for these uh, classmates of ours. Why? Because they're not doing their work. No? So they're making sumbong, they're making sipsip. So we don't know if that's the, the case, why Joseph brought this bad report. We know it's a bad report, no? meaning uh, it's bad. No? And so Israel loved Joseph more than all his sons. Now, this is where the, seemingly the problem would start. Oh, Israel loved Joseph more than all his brothers. And then, because he was the son of his old age, so Moses gives us one of the reasons. Because during this time, maybe uh, Moses, I mean, uh, Abraham was, I mean, uh, Jacob was quite wise. Oh, and so he had uh, Joseph as his son. And he made him a very colored tunic. Vary meaning various or, or a lot, many. And then color, it has many colors, rainbow colors perhaps. No? Uh, tunic, next please. And so this, this rainbow colored tunic uh, was during their time culturally and traditionally a symbol of favor and of having the, the next blessing to become the leader of the household. Now supposed to be this tunic should be given to the eldest of the children, now being the eldest. But apparently, because Joseph favored more, uh, I mean, Joseph was favored more by his dad, Jacob, he would give this symbol of headship to his son, no? uh, 11th son, Joseph. And so because of this, next please, uh, he... His brothers saw, so they, they, they knew 
they experienced that their father loved him more than all his brothers, all of them. And so, because of this, they hated him. The word hate here is not just a simple, I don't want to talk to you, or I hate you, you know, uh, superficially. It's, it's really, they don't want Joseph from here on to prosper. Or they don't want Joseph from here on to be favored. So they thought that, uh, we hate our brother because our father loves him so much, and they could not speak to him on friendly terms. So uh, what it means is they even don't want to say a greeting to him. Uh, if they see him, uh, they, they, maybe they, they turn their back from him. And so they don't even greet him, hi, or hello, or good morning. So be careful, no? So when you, you meet one another and you turn your back away and you don't want to greet one another, it could be a, a, an expression of hate. No? Uh, be careful. So they don't want to speak to him on friendly terms, even to, to talk to him and greet him. And that's how they hate him so much. Next, please. And so Jacob favored Joseph the most among all his sons, which made the other sons hate Joseph all the more. Next, please. And Joseph, this time, I don't know dream, no? Dreamt twice, signifying that he would be superior compared to all the members of his family. Joseph shared this story to his family, which made his brothers resent him more. Next slide. So let's look at it. So Joseph had a dream. Now, if you notice, or if you will notice, uh, according to, or of course, uh, uh, some Bible scholars and theologians would also comment on this, and they would say that uh, it's only Joseph that God will not make himself known personally or uh, reveal himself. So God showed himself to Abraham, to their forefathers, Isaac, even to their father, Jacob, but never to Joseph. God only appeared to him or talked to him or communicated to him through a dream. Okay, next please. And so God sent a message to Joseph through a dream. So how do we apply this in our time today? Maybe you will be asking yourself, is God expressing or communicating to us in our time today through dreams. So we believe that God speaks to us today mainly through His revealed Word. The, uh, uh, the, the revealed Word of, of God through the Bible. So this is in our time today how the Lord God speaks to us or communicates to us or reveals to us. Okay? And so, before we continue, shall we just bow down our heads and just, let's just pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for you have revealed yourself already to us through your word. But sometimes, Lord, out of your greatness, out of your, your will, you may reveal yourself in a special way to people. And maybe perhaps to us to reveal something. Us, but thank you because if not, we have your word that we can trust your word, and you have revealed already yourself. And you want us to know you more. And so, Lord, right now, as we continue, uh, just take away this, 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 uh, whatever hindering us from understanding your word. We approach your word carefully, humbly, and with the desire to know you more, and so that we will get to love you more or fear you more, 
but most especially, share you more and teach you more to others. And so, Lord, we pray that as we study your word, we'll not only learn from it, uh, but we'll be able to teach this to others. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So God reveals himself, and he has revealed himself to us through his word. So we must listen to God through his word. So we always encourage everyone to read the Bible cover to cover, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and then finish it or have the desire to at least complete it throughout the year. We are now in the eighth month of our year, August, and we are uh, entering the, the middle uh, week of the month. No? And so two weeks from now, we will, now, uh, we will have uh, the bare months already. September. So how are we progressing in our Bible reading, in our Bible study? Have we uh, made uh, previously during the new year a resolution that to, to this year, 2018, I will read the Bible and get to know more about God and, and what He wants for me to do and, and not to do, etc., etc. So how are we right now? So... Uh, Let's continue to read the Word of God, to study the Word of God, not only every Sunday when you come here, but every day, every morning, every evening perhaps, or any time of the day, let's, let's be conscious oh, that we need the Word of God to continue to live. So then Joseph had a dream, and then when he told this to his brothers, they hated him even more. So what is about this dream that... They hated him more. So we have read a while ago, or we have followed the reading a while ago. He said to them, please listen to this dream which I have had. For behold, we were binding sheaves, we were binding sheaves uh, in the field, and lo, my sheaf rose up and also stood erect. And behold, your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to my sheaf. So it's very obvious uh, we don't need some special interpretation to get to know what this means. Then his brother said to him, are you actually going to reign over us? So they already got what it's meaning. Or are you really going to rule over us? So reign and rule, well, it, thought, uh, it, it gives the, the idea that he will be, have this authority over them. That he will be their boss, that he will be their master. Are you going to rule and reign over us? You are just our 11th brother. So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Verse 9. Now he had still another dream. So again, another dream. Same, same interpretation. And related it to his brothers and said, Lo, I have had still another dream. And behold, the sun and the moon, now pertaining to the mother and the, and the, the mother, oh, mothers who are still alive during this time, and the father, I mean Joseph, I mean, Jacob. And then 11 stars were bowing down to me, meaning you as my brothers and my father and my mother. He related it to his father and to his brothers, and his father rebuked him. The word rebuke here has something to do with strong anger. Huh? Uh, how come? And said to him, what is this dream that you have had? Shall I and your mother and your brothers actually come to bow ourselves down before you in the ground? So they already knew what this dream meant. His brothers were jealous of him, but his father, listen to this, kept the saying in mind. So maybe out of his fondness, his favor, his love for Joseph more than his brothers, he had this in his mind. So... Uh, that's significant. Oh, 
And so, as an application, family-wise, to my co-parents who are here today, especially if you have children, let us not practice favoritism. Let us not practice favoritism. Now, this is dangerous. Okay? So, I remember when we had our first uh, child, uh, our son, he was, our, of course, our favorite. There's only one instance that you should practice favoritism if you have one child. You can say, he's my favorite or she's my favorite because I only have one child. So that's okay. But here comes uh, his sister. Okay, so we had our second uh, child, a daughter. So, wow, girl. No? So previously, a boy. Wow, okay, tagapagmana, etc. Carrying our name, okay na tayo. Then a girl, a princess. Wow, so na-shift, no? Na-shift. Na-shift yung ano natin, affection natin. And then, another bunso comes out. Oh, the bunso is special, delicate, no? So we need to give more attention. Oh, sometimes it happens when there are three boys. Oh, boy, boy, boy. And then suddenly, there's this girl, a princess, coming out. No? And then, wow, so uh, lahat... Hand over yung mga boys. Boys, hand over. Boys, hand over. Itong uh, anak na to, itong uh, daughter na to, special. No? Bago, new clothes. No? Uh, special attention. O oh, boys, ha? bantayan yung mabuti. Ha? Look after your sister. Not only us, but also you. So who will look after us? Well, maybe us, no? but you look after your sister. Huh? And then, or it could happen like this. All girls, girl, 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 girl. And the sunny door is a boy. No, prince. Wow. Finally, Lord, thank you for giving us the, no, the, the air or tatakapagmana, even though he's the bunso. No? And then you treat him more special. And so these girls would feel, oh, we're just girls. And uh, my dad, my mom loves our, our, our younger brother because he's different. Or I mean, he's, he's the only boy. And so let us be careful. Now, sometimes, okay, you can say to me and can argue, Doc, it's really hard eh, kasi uh, yung, yung mga anak ko, ito talagang ano, pinaka-okay eh, in terms of malambing, no, matalino, medyo mas nagmana sa akin, no, medyo mas guapo, ganun, or mas maganda, no, and uh, I feel that uh, it's more special than the, the, the rest. No, maybe you're here and you say, it's unavoidable, next please. It may be unavoidable, but remember this, it can be divisive as well. So always have this idea that there's a consequence if you apply this favoritism. No? So this doesn't only apply, by the way, in the family. It can also apply in the workplace. If you are the boss and you have some employees no? and you have a favorite employee, be careful no? because this can also happen. Okay, so they may become, uh, they, they will be angered, no? and they will treat this special uh, employee of yours differently, and so it becomes a dividing point, no? and it can and bring consequences. Or, next please, if we cannot change our feelings, this is a suggestion from the Life Application Bible, you cannot change your feelings toward this, this, this favorite child of yours, you cannot really change it. Uh, kasi talagang ano eh, special talaga siya eh. uh, gifted pa. So, however, what we can do is to change our what? Our actions towards 
the others. Okay? So if you cannot change your feelings towards one uh, child or, or employee or, or uh, friend no? amongst your many, many friends, you change your actions towards the others. So think, how can, I, how can I love more? How can I express more love or at least equal love to the rest? Oh, next, please. And so, however, siblings... Naman, on the other hand, brothers, sisters, siblings, do not brag against each other. So, wag naman tayong medyo magmayabang. So, let's be careful naman. If you feel, if you, well, it's a reality that you're a little gifted than the rest, that you're more talented, you're more knowledgeable, no? and then you, you're more pogi, you're more cute, no? and uh, you, you're, you're, you're more, oh, in many, many ways, uh, to your other brothers and sisters, do not brag to each other. So be careful of bragging. And then, do not also be envious. Pag ikaw naman, when you feel naman, parang, uh, parang lahat na lang yata, nung nagpaulan si God, no, ng uh, blessings, ng biyaya, parang absent yata ako, I was not there. So I'm just uh, somewhere along and I did not receive these talents, these skills, these abilities. And so you feel insecure and you feel uh, inferior. You may become envious or jealous and, and uh, harbor this anger towards your brother, your sister, or perhaps your parents, and maybe towards God. And you will say, God, bakit ka naman ganyan? So you, you now uh, blame God for, for, for this. So what can we do? How can we, how can we uh, address this? First, we can acknowledge that apart from God and His grace, we are nothing. So be humble. No, and, and acknowledge that uh, apart from God, I, I am not like this. I will not be able to do this. No, I will not have skills and, and talents and abilities and resources no, uh, to do these things. So acknowledge always. Always acknowledge God. No, trust in the Lord with all your heart. No, and acknowledge Him. No, acknowledge, acknowledge God. Uh, uh, then, what else? Thank God. No, thank Him for the talents for the knowledge and the gifts that He graciously gave to us. Now, here's the thing. God, out of His love, out of His mercy, and out of His grace, gives different gifts and abilities, not based on our own merits, because we don't deserve it, no? but it is based on His perfect will. So I hope you, you heard me say perfect will. What you have right now is according to God's perfect, sovereign will. And so let us be thankful. Because with much abilities, sabi ni Spider-Man, comes greater responsibilities. No? So with great power comes great responsibilities. So God gives according, according, to His sovereign will. It is His prerogative. And we cannot question Him. And we cannot, we cannot uh, tell God, Lord, why? Oh, you can ask. Okay, you can ask. And then He will say to you, because I want. Okay, and so we cannot do anything about it. Thank you, Lord. But even though, okay, whatever I can do, okay, uh, help me to be able to maximize 
these talents, these skills, this knowledge, and whatever resources you have given to me, allow me to be good stewards of this. If it's just one talent, Lord, allow me to, 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 uh, no, to make it double or triple. If it's five talents or ten talents, whatever talents uh, you give to me, I will not bury it so that one day oh, it's still the same talent. You'll ask me what happened to the talent I gave to you. It's the same, Lord. And you're proud of it. No? So uh, we pray to the Lord, Lord, allow me, give me the ability to double, to maximize, and to be able to use this, whatever gifts and talents you have given to me. Not for myself, but for your glory and for your honor alone. Next, please. So check your heart. Check our heart. Let's check our hearts for what? Envy, insecurity, and jealousy. Why? Maybe we're harboring this today, or we are still harboring this today. Uh, and this is hindering us from loving our brothers, our sisters, or perhaps our parents. Next, please. And uh, it starts when we compare with others. Right? We compare ourselves with others. So let's be careful. Now let's be conscious. Let's be aware that whenever we are starting to compare ourselves to others, Lord, yung kuya ko, o yung kapitbahay namin, o yung... Uh, kaibigan ko, kaklasiko, kaopisina ko, hindi naman siya palasimba. Hindi naman siya religious. Bakit siya yung parang more blessed than, than me? Baka favorite mo siya. So, gayahin ko kaya siya. Hindi no? na yun ako magsimba. No? Maling logic. No? Wrong logic. Uh, baka sakaling uh, paboran mo ako. No? Wrong logic. So, uh, let's be careful when we compare ourselves with others. Remember, God made us okay, unique and different from one another. And God has a purpose. God has a special purpose for each and every one of us. Okay? So let us be appreciative and let's check our hearts. Next, please. So the brothers now plotted to kill Joseph in an opportune time. Ruben tried to save Joseph. Oh, oh si Kuya Ruben. Medyo parang, ano, ah, parang kuya ang dating. He tried to save Joseph, but Judah, another kind kuya, perhaps, suggested that Joseph be sold as a slave. So let's take a look at those uh, no, those passages very quickly. Next, please. So, then his brothers went to pasture their father's flock in Shechem. Medyo malayo po yung Shechem from Hebron. So, nandito po siya around mga 50 miles or around 80 kilometers. Uh, 80 kilometers from here to mga around Ligao. Uh, mga ganyan, no? Before going to Legaspi. Okay, mga ganun kalayo. Layo naman magpastol ng mga, ano, mga anak na to. Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you to them. Ah, baka talagang sinisend talaga siya. Uh, puntahan mo sila, you go to them. Uh, okay, I will go. So, yun yung heart ni Joseph, no? Come, okay, I'm here, I will go. Okay, so next. Then he said to him, Go now and see about the welfare of your brothers and the welfare of the flock. Ah, mabait naman. O, tingnan mo naman, kumusta yung mga kapatid mo doon. And bring word back to me. Oh, baka... Baka nag-slack off na naman sila doon. Baka kung anong-anong mga business ginagawa nila doon. Baka nagpapayaman na sila. Maybe they're already ano, um, intermarrying or, or whatever. So he sent him from the valley of Hebron and he came to Shechem. So that's from here to there. It's a long walk. No? It's a long, long, long walk. Okay, walang airplane. No? Walang train. Okay, next please. A man found him. Oh, suddenly there was this uh, divinely appointed man. We don't know if he's a man, uh, personally, I'm just a man, or a special kind of man. And behold, he was wandering in the field, and the man asked him, What are you looking for? No, suddenly, there's this man, and he said, I'm looking for my brothers. 
Please tell me where they are pasturing the flock. It's as if this man knows already before he would even ask. Okay, and so next. Then the man said, they have moved from here. Then, for I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. Ah, pwede ho magtanong. Hindi, hindi ganun, no? Biglang may man, no? So the, the man already, oh, anong gusto mo? Uh, anong gusto mong itanong? Oh, what do you want to ask? Ah, saan po yung ano, mga kapatid ko? Ah, sino kapatid? Notice, no? Sino kapatid mo? But, sabi sa kagad, oh, I, say, I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them, true enough, next place, very accurate, at Dothan. Another, well, 30 miles, or 24 miles. So uh, that's 104 kilometers. So hanggang Ligaspi, no? ganun kalayo. Layo naman, okay. So next please. And then when they saw him from a distance and before he came close to them, so, naamoy kaagad nila siguro, no? si, si Joseph. They plotted against him, kasi layong lakad nun eh. No? Layong lakad. They plotted against him to put him to death. No? Out of their the abundance of their heart. Here now manifests externally. They wanted to kill him. They said to one another, here comes this dreamer. They do not even uh, say his name. Now then, come and let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. And we will say, a wild beast devoured him and then let us see what will become of his dreams. Okay, so next please. And then, but Reuben heard this and rescued him out of the hands and said, let us not take his life. So with an intent to rescue him. Shed no blood, throw him in this pit, uh, into this pit that is in the wilderness, but do not lay hands on him that he might, oh, this is the intent, no? rescue him out of the hands to restore him to his father. Maybe because uh, Reuben also wants to make Sipsep to his father no? and wanted to also become special in the eyes of his father. Or maybe it's an honest to goodness, really motive to, to out of his love for his brother. Uh, I don't want our brother to be killed, so I want to rescue him and save him. Next, please. So it came about when Joseph reached his brothers that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, remember, the very colored tunic that was on him, and they took him and threw him into the pit. Now the pit was empty without any water in it. So it's a well. Next, please. Then they sat down and eat to eat a meal. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, enjoy pa sila, no? Yung kapatid nila, mamatay na ron. And then they're still enjoying this meal, no? As if nothing's happening. And look, behold, a caravan of Ishmaelites was coming from Gilead with their camels bearing aromatic gum, bamir on their way. Next, please, down to Egypt. Oh, so this was mentioned. The Ishmaelites are the other sons of Abraham. No? Kalinya niya sila, Ishmael. No, maraming anak doon. Sila, mga Midianites, etc. Okay, next please. So, next. So, this, uh, this is the track. This is the route, the route for the trade. So, coming from the Gilead, they stop over at Dothan and then going now to Egypt. No? So, next please. And uh, Judah said to his brothers, now this is one of the uh, controversial brothers. So, we'll get to know more about him next Sunday. Uh, what profit is it for us to kill? So out of profit, okay, uh, cover up his blood. Come, let us sell him. Oh, Business-minded brother. And uh, Ishmaelites, and not lay our hands on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh, and his brothers listened to him. Did they not? Oh, okay, so let's listen to uh, this time our brother. Okay, let's not kill him, and let us sell him. Oh, uh, oy, kikita pa tayo. Oh, so 
uh, businessman. So then some Midianite traders passed by and they pulled him up and lifted Joseph out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites. So there's this interchange, the Midianites, the Ishmaelites, the Midianites, the Ishmaelites. Okay, so maybe they're different groups or the same groups. Or 20 shekels, okay, or a weight. There's a weight of silver. Yung 20 pag medyo young, 50 pag medyo adult. No, mas maganda pag adult. No, mas malakas. Ah, so thus they brought Joseph into Egypt. So they were now able to bring uh, Joseph to Egypt. Next, please. The siblings deceived their father. They gave the impression that Joseph was killed by a wild animal, and this brought grief to their father, Jacob. Next, please. And so Reuben returned to the pit. Apparently, wala siya doon, nung nagkabentahan. Joseph was not in the pit, so he tore his garments. Oh no, my brother was killed. What happened? So he returned to his brother and said, The boy is not here. As for me, where am I to go? I'm, uh, I'm, I'll be, wala na kong, ano, wala na kong uh, kapatid. And then my, my, our dad might ask me or question me. No? Next please. So they took Joseph's tunic and slaughtered a male goat and dipped the tunic in the blood. And they sent the varicol tunic and brought it to their father and said, We found this. Please examine to see whether it is your son's tunics or not. Then he examined it and said, yes, it is my son's tunic. A wild beast has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. Next, please. And so Jacob tore also his clothes. That's a, that's a, a sign or a, a declaration of mourning. No? And put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. Then all his sons, ironically, and daughters arose to comfort him. Ironically, no? they, they just... Well, uh, sold their brother into slavery and now they are trying their best to comfort him. Knowing that their brother is alive. Yet they're comforting him. And allowing their father to believe that their uh, brother, his favorite son, is dead. So how do they comfort? Surely I will go down to Shoal. Shoal? Grave. Afterlife. I will bring this to my grave. I will bring this to the afterlife in mourning for my son. So his father wept for him. Next, please. And meanwhile, the Midianites sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, Pharaoh's officer, the captain of the bodyguard. Next. And so, this now, uh, remember the prophecy. The prophecy in Genesis 15, the Lord said to Abraham, Know for certain that your offspring... Oh, your children, your children's children will be sojourners. They will be scattered. They will go there. They wander. There will be aliens in a land that is not, that is not theirs and will be servants there in Egypt and will be afflicted for 400 years. And this is how God would preserve their uh, nation. But I will bring judgment on that nation, Egypt. They don't know it's Egypt at this point. That they serve and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. Next please. So we know and we can learn that God's purpose will be fulfilled. However, it may, it may have several unfavorable events along the way. God has a specific purpose for you and me. But along the way, we might encounter unfavorable events. I don't know what, what those unfavorable events. Well, for my life or my own, I know those unfavorable events. But this, 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 the, here's the conclusion. God is a faithful God. He's faithful to His promise. He promised to Abraham that his descendants will go to this place 
However, the process would be difficult. And that is the Christian life. One day, we will be glorified like Christ. But along the way, we will experience suffering. We will experience difficulties. We will experience problems. And maybe you are here right now, and you are in the middle of that situation. May I encourage you, brother and sister, that God loves you so much that He has a good and perfect plan for your life. So even if you're having this, this, this difficult situation right now, don't forget your eternal life is secured. No, that's the best thing that God can give to us. So in line with that, how do we now approach these trials, these problems, these challenges, physically, mentally, financially, maybe spiritually, along the way? If God is faithful, let us also be faithful to Him. Next, please. Uh, as I end with this, uh, with this uh, song written by Bobby, Bobby Mason and Eddie Carswell, this would summarize everything. I know we're uh, uh, over the limit in our time, but allow me to just read along with you this song. And uh, let's just, uh, as, we, as we ponder, as we reflect okay, on this, the, the lyrics of this song, Trust His Heart, says, All things work for our good. Though sometimes we don't, no, we don't think that they work out for our own good. See how they could. Struggles that break our hearts in two. Sometimes we experience these different difficult stages, struggles in our lives. Sometimes it blinds us to the truth no, because of these problems. Next, our Father knows what's best for us. That's, that's the best thing that, that we have right now. His ways are not our own. His ways is far much different and higher than our thinking. So when your pathway grows dim, and you just don't see Him, because, because these are distractors, and sometimes it distracts us from, from seeing Him. Like the sun, when there's a storm, we don't see the sun. Oh, but we know there's the sun. Remember, you're never alone. Next, please. God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good. To be unkind, that's his character. So when you don't understand, and when you don't see his plan, when you can't trace his hand, all together now, trust his heart. Amen. And then, next please, as we end, he sees the master plan. He knows the master plan. He's the master. He holds the future in his hand. So it's because he's perfect. He's our God. He's sovereign. He's loving. So we can be assured Oh, so don't live as those who have no hope. Oh no, there's no more hope. What will happen? He may die, she may die. Oh no. All our hope is found in Him. So brothers and sisters, as we end again with the chorus, when we see present, the present clearly, He sees the first and last, and like a tapestry, He's weaving you and me to someday be just like Him. So God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind. So when you don't understand, when you don't see His plan, and when you can't trace His hand, trust His heart. That is faith. Shall we all rise and shall we come before the Lord in prayer in, with, a, with, a gratitude, with gratitude in our heart?
thankful for what He gave to us, what He's giving us and was going to give to us, what's in store for us. Our Heavenly Father, we thank You for reminding us through the story, the introduction in the life of Joseph, how You are a sovereign, how You are a loving, how You are a faithful God. Thank You, Lord, because we can always trust You every step of the way, even though, Lord, we are sinful and rebellious and we are, we are lazy and, and uh, sometimes, Lord, we're, we're just stubborn. Forgive us, Lord. And when we are in this situation where we cannot see You or we seem to believe that uh, it's, it, the things that are happening to us are not favorable to us, Maybe you have your favorites. Maybe the leaders are your favorites. And, and me, because I'm not a leader, I'm just a simple person, I'm just a simple Christian that comes and goes. Maybe you are, you are punishing me. Forgive me, Lord, if I doubt you during times like this. But instead, Lord, allow us to learn more from you. Lord, right now, before we end, just like, to pray for the, the, the Biblical Leadership uh, Conference this coming August 21 and 22, Tuesday and Wednesday. Lord, thank you for this privilege to be able to share once more how you are good, how you are faithful, and how we can learn more about you as we study biblically what leadership is all about. So for the parents who are here, I pray, Lord, that you call them so that they will be better uh, uh, leaders in the home for those who are in the business in the workplace in the in the private in the government uh, institutions lord call them to come here so that they will be equipped they will know how to lead uh, in those places where you have planted them lord we pray for the different speakers uh, for this two day of conference allow us lord to prepare and allow us to uh, to, to be inspired and to motivated and uh, give us, Lord, this opportunity to, to lead uh, others, not to ourselves, but to you. And so, Lord, we pray for this conference. We pray for those who are planning to attend. They don't have uh, resources. I, we pray, Lord, that you will provide for their uh, registration. For the students, 150. For the non-students, 200. Lord, provide for them. Lord, and as we go out from this place, God, we ask for your blessing. We believe that you have a, a good and perfect plan for us because we love you. And you said in your words that everything works together for our own good. To those who love you and to those whom you have called with a purpose. So thank you, Lord, for calling us with a purpose. Bless my brothers and sisters. Bless them, Lord, in their families, in their relationships, in their school, in their work, in their businesses, in their, in their uh, whatever, Lord, uh, they're, they're doing. Bless the hands. Bless their hands. And whatever they would touch, whatever, Lord, wherever they would go, whoever, Lord, they would meet, these things, these people will also be blessed. We acknowledge, Lord, that Apart from you, we are nothing. And so we give you all the glory that you alone deserve. All these things we commit and pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless us all.